Draft Brewed Black, Milwaukee's favorite premium beer. More doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Bavarians is for your man and you too. Oat Leaves tastes good like a beer should. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Most importantly, thanks for drinking along. I nailed it. Cheers, and welcome in to the show. We are a podcast in around craft beer, the liquid, the lifestyle, and everything else in between. If you're joining for your first time, welcome. Grab a beer. Hang out with us. If you're new, I'm going to let you know we love interaction. Hit us up on the grams, on the socials, the Unfiltered Gentlemen's. Gentlemen, email us. Those two words put together. Uh, the unfiltered gentleman at gmail.com. Uh, however, you like to get a hold of us, do it. 805 538 Beer. I am uh, today, I'm Beer Me That Beer because I love The Office. I'm Greg. Over there's Flex Master Flex on the twos and threes. Hey, I really need to come up with a tagline coming on here. Right? <laughs> I, I we'll need work to get, on that. I need to get better at it. We'll work on it. And uh, the salty sailor herself, <laughs> Erica. Hey, everyone. Thanks for coming back and hanging out with us. Yeah, it's an honor to be back. We're just glad we didn't like scare you off the first time or something. Oh no, I, I'll try everything twice. <laughs> <laughs> we do need more pretzels. Whoops, sorry, I won't eat any, so you don't have to watch me. No, no more uh, ASMR podcast no. <laughs> this time. You have to listen to me eat them. Everyone, you're in luck. You don't have to listen to me eat pretzels tonight. <laughs> uh, like we were saying, thanks for look. Thanks for looking. Wow, it's going to be a great night. Thanks for hanging with us. English is already a difficult one. I need to. Kick in my beer here. I uh, am quite sober and was dealing with some technical difficulties. So we're going to shake this one out and keep getting into it. Uh, we got a lot to talk to. We have another uh, listener voicemail continuing on the drunk story train. Uh, we have some serious stuff to get to as well. Uh, some booze news and so much more. Uh, as you can tell, I am quite in need of a beverage. So I'm just going to kick things off if everyone doesn't mind with a beer review mainly as an excuse to yeah no you, you have to loosen up a little bit yep. clearly we all agree <laughs> <laughs> we've taken a poll <laughs> grab your libations pals it's time for beer of the week and if you're drinking well you know that you're my friend and i say i think i'll have myself a beer Having myself a beer indeed, and thanks to Flex for the encouragement over there. Uh, I, I do what dr- I can. <laughs> I am drinking Listerman Brewing Company and uh, collab with Blackstack Brewing. It's called Business Hippies. It's an IPA, 8.6, excuse me, double IPA, 8.6% has a 3.78 on untapped. And they say, what kind of hippie am I? Man, I'm a business hippie. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's, they say I can think of a few things. Yeah. <laughs> They say it's an NEIPA with Sultana, Mosaic, and Strata hops. Here's the thing. Can you guys see my beer? I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that look like a New England IPA to you guys? Uh, it looks more uh, West Coast if yeah. I'm to tell you the truth. It is extremely West Coast. This is like the most West Coasty double IPA you could find. It is very malt forward, like a West Coast double IPA. It's very piney. On the front and the back end, it's even got some of that burn coming through with it. Uh, I don't know if this is what they were trying to achieve 
because this is very far from a New England IPA oh, no. in, in my book. I, I had no idea what to expect. I never had this beer. I never had either of these two breweries until right before we hit record and I poured my beer. So I didn't have time to like come up with my hatred for them. <laughs> and hatred's not even the right word. I, this is just not what I was expecting. I was expecting yeah. a, a hazy. And, and this is very much a West Coast double IPA. Hey, if you're looking for a West Coast double IPA with that old school, multi, piney, kind of kicky in the teeth, something our, our friend Dan would have really enjoyed. Uh, this is it. This is your jam. If you're looking for any IPA, uh, go run far, far away. It is very, <laughs> very not that. It's not a bad beer. It's just not the say, beer. Do you like it? Because that's the important part. Yeah. I'm, I'm drinking it. Those business hippies need to update their TPS reports. I'm thinking they're <laughs> got a little psychedelic with their uh, right up there. Not yeah, right. I like whatever they're having. Because, <laughs> Maybe it's uh, just ironic between the beer name and the beer yeah, style. Yeah, there's something twisted there. It's just there. a 16-ounce can full of fucking irony. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should name a beer after that. Perfect. 16 ounces of fucking irony. <laughs> I like it. It'd be a great name just, for... Just send me a can. I'll t- Just one can. That's all I'm asking. That's all <laughs> you need is just one. So anyways... Look, this is is not a bad beer. Uh, I'd, I'd say it's just a little false advertisement. That's all. Um, I would I would drink again as long as I was in the mood for a double APA. So there you have it. Sorry to start off on a not super positive note, but not a negative one either. So uh, thank you to uh, Tavor. It's like, for- a, it's like a Switzerland. <laughs> approach, like. Very neutral. Oh, I don't hate it, but I do not love it. It is a good beer. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> that is exactly exactly it. All right. So we've been talking the last few weeks about covering up when you're drunk. This all got brought on by a drunk driver who ran into a house and then decided he was just going to pull right out and park his car in the street like nothing happened. <laughs> and so we've been sharing our stories. Vanessa, our friend Vanessa, sent in our story. Uh, Erica Epic has a bathroom story. cleanup. Yeah, <laughs> that she didn't yeah, have to that- clean up. <laughs> yeah, she she got out scot free. Um, anyways, our friend Pablo on the gram, Pablo XH34, has also sent in a voicemail with his drunk story. So let's have a listen to that. Hey, gentlemen, it's Pablo. You guys know me on Instagram at Pablo XH34. So um, I have a drunk story for you. Uh, a few years back, when my younger brother turned 21, we had a huge party at my mom's house. And I got very, very hydrated. I mean, we were taking shots. We were drinking out of a beer bong. We were shotgunning beers. It was fun. So, to make the long story short, I blacked out. And all I remember is waking up in the middle of the night on the floor in my twin brother's bedroom. Mind you, he wasn't there. He was out of town with his girlfriend at the time. So, wake up in the middle of the night, naturally, clean myself off, and I leave. I go home. Next morning, I get a call from my younger brother, and he is laughing his ass off. So, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, what happened? Apparently, I opened one of my twin brother's dresser drawers, proceeded to throw up in it, closed it, and went back to the party. How I ended up Passed out on his floor, I don't know. And that's my story. I have a feeling I know how he ended up passed out on that floor. Uh, can, can we just start off by saying thank you for not being anonymous, Pablo? Yeah. yeah. 
Thank you so yeah. much. Right. All those scared assholes out there. Way yeah, to own we, up to that. We very much appreciate your, your openness <laughs> and your honesty with your uh, hydration. Um, oof, that would be quite the surprise to come home the next day and say, like, hey, by the way, <laughs> puked all over your shorts. <laughs> Could you imagine just waking up the next day and be like, oh, man, I'm going to wear my favorite pair of shorts. <laughs> And you open up your your dresser drawer and they're just covered in vomit. Nasty. Oh, that is so good if you're not that person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you guys have stories to share, this <laughs> we have really just taken on the role as uh, drunk therapy over here. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Stories. Yeah. I, you know, no one. It's it's a safe space for everyone. No one judges. Right. We encourage it. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all we been we there. grow through these stories. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 80553 beer is our number. Look, no one's going to answer. Go straight to voicemail. We'll play your voicemail on the show. You can also send us a message or you can record on your voice memo app. Email it over to unfilteredgentleman at gmail.com. However you want to do it. We are really enjoying everyone's stories. And we really we really want to hear them all. We really yeah, do. Each and every one. As long as we have drunk stories, the show continues. Uh, and because we've tricked Erica into hanging out with us again, <laughs> we're now going to trick her into sharing a drunk story with us. Well, just to uh, piss Flex off, um, this is totally anonymous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, no. Um, so I was living at my parents' house and um, was going to like go hang out with my friend for the night, maybe like write some science report or something. But mm-hmm. of course, we were going to have a big party and in Astoria the way you party is like in the middle of the woods and I'm like talking the deep dark woods um some logging road like 57 where you like take 10 turns to get there and potholes and all that good stuff so like the woods of twilight yeah it is like yeah some some freaky deaky woods so we like I drove all the way out there and it was kind of misty you just deal with that when you live in Astoria you party in the rain or you don't party at all so uh you know we all get out there and we're around the campfire we're passing around our like Boone's Farm and Bush Light and all that like delicious stuff we drank back in the day <laughs> and the um, having a great time. And then um, then it just like torrential downpour. And if you know, you know, when you live out like and you're out on a logging road, you, you have to get out of there because those potholes become mud holes. And so mm. I am busting out of there way too soon and going through pothole after pothole and like mud hole, mud pit. And I'm stuck. And just to make sure I'm like stuck, I just hit the gas, like just stuck, 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 just mud flying everywhere, cars covered in mud. So eventually a guy comes out, tows me out of the the pit and um, like looks like I'd gone through Monster Jam, like some like crash course. It was like ridiculous. And my car's covered and I'm like, okay, a few hours later, I get home. How am I going to cover this up? Like I just, my parents know this is how you party in Astoria. They're going to see <laughs> this mud. So I knew they were leaving early in the morning. I'm not going to park in my usual spot. I'm going to park kind of like behind them. And um, maybe when they pull out, they won't even notice like my car. Sure. That they have like Gravedigger parked behind them. <laughs> um, so it's like. Monster dream. Right? It's just, it was. It was Sunday, ridiculous. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> so I wake up the next morning. They're gone. I look out at the car. And I not only notice it's caked in mud, but there is a basketball sized dent above the uh driver's back wheel and it's like it's just huge and i'm like sweating like i'm sweating buckets trying to figure out how this happened like did a boulder come like did it come flying out while i was spinning my wheels like i just and then my phone rings no time to come up with a story and my phone rings and i pick it up don't know why that's my dad it's like hey erica um you parked somewhere different last night and i'm like oh here it comes like 
well, I didn't notice your car and I backed right into it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you did, dad. I saw that dent. <laughs> it was just like, that was it. And he's like, you know how I, we paid for half of your car? I'm like, yeah. It's like, well, we paid for the back half. Talk to you later. And that was it. So then my punishment <laughs> was like, and we never talked about how, like, I'm sure they noticed when they got out that it was like caked and mud and just, that was it. Um, I drove You're around like, for three years. Deal. Thanks. I drove around for three years with a giant, like, dent in my car, partially totaled, just as punishment for. Well, I hope you learned your lesson. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So. Park in your regular spot next park time. Park in my regular spot. They would have never said a thing. <laughs> yeah, or, or just don't go home. <laughs> or just don't go home. Yeah. Maybe they, if they were leaving early, I don't know. Lots of bad choices on that one. But it was, um, got to look at that dent for three years. <laughs> I got to ask. What kind of car was it? It was a Subaru, but not a four-wheel drive. Uh, Of course not. (laughs) Of course not. Clearly. And it ended up like that car had been through a lot. It was like in a murder trial years later, too, apparently. So, yeah. Hopefully after you sold it. After. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. It was after I sold it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a cursed car. (laughs) Yeah. I think it. I think it was. So, that was my cover-up story that didn't. I'm not. I'm not good at covering things up. (laughs) Pretty. (laughs) Pretty honest. But there it was. Very nice. Thank you for for sharing your drunk stories with us. We are yeah. trying to keep it classy over here. Yeah, as we no can problem. tell. <laughs> um, all right, lots to get. Oh, I almost forgot. By the way, shout out to uh, Philly, PA, for being our top listening city of last week. Hi, oh, Philly. Oh, hey, the pretzel yeah, people. What up, Philly? Yeah. yeah, they're coming back around. They right, like pretzels. Twelve pounds a year. Don't forget I was that. Say, guys. Was it like four times the rest of the country? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Those are my people. Thanks for yeah. listening, Philly. Again, it's it's ironic. This. <laughs> Got Erica back on the show. Philly's the number one listening city. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nothing but irony here. Coley from last week is from Pennsylvania, so all oh, these. Oh, well, that, that might that hell? might be more the reason. <laughs> I mean, she left when she was like two, so I don't know how oh, many okay. fans she still has over there. But uh, maybe she's you know. a child star. I don't know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Miss Philadelphia when she was a kid, <laughs> right? <laughs> could be. It could be. Um, all right, so uh, a couple of. I guess serious things to mention, which is not what we're known for for the most part, but I feel like it has to be said. First of all, just want to say Scott's having some medical things done today. That's why he's not here. He's having some minor surgery. So our best to that guy. I know he's already out of surgery because his wife said he got out and asked for a beer. I shit you not. Oh, so that's our that's our boy. He's doing all right. That's how you know he's okay. I did ask her to get a video of him while he was still drugged and she (laughs) complied. So nice. That was that was fantastic. And then he. Hopefully, we can after. get some audio from that. Yeah, will that be on the gram? <laughs> on the next show. <laughs> I wonder if I could. It was really bad audio, which is you know it's par for the course for Scott. Anyways, you couldn't understand a word he was saying. So just play any clip, really, and it'll be okay. Insert Scott here, and it'll all sound the same. So uh, the other thing is, I don't know if anybody's been. Uh, glued to the gram over the weekend but a uh a person who goes by the handle rap magnet started off by asking very simple share your your stories of sexism and misogyny and craft beer and boy did it blow up into what became i don't know best described as like a support group for people that have gone through a lot of issues in the craft beer world and and then it kind of expanded to bars and and restaurants a little bit too so really just kind of alcohol in general um i it'd be silly to to read them on the show you should definitely go read them rap magnet all when we're on the gram 
I mean, there are the stories you expect of like, hey, sweetie, can you really lift that sack of grain? Ranging all the way to, to full on just stalking and, and rape and, and really horrible, disgusting yeah. things. Uh, I've, I've literally read every single story. Um, I think at least I've, I've, try, I've tried to. Uh, I spent most of the weekend doing that. Anytime I wasn't actually doing something, I was reading her stories. Um, it's, it's insane. It's disgusting. And I felt, um, I don't know, irresponsible not talking about it. I don't have a lot to say. I, you know, that sort of thing hasn't happened to me. So um, I feel weird bringing it up, but I also feel like uh, men are most of that, like 99.99% of that problem there. You know, we'll just go with a hundred. And uh, as a, as a as a man, I should probably bring it up and and I don't know invoke some sort of conversation at the very least. If you haven't heard of it, hopefully this encourages you to go to her her gram and she's highlighted. You know, you can save the highlights, all her stories. So you, you can go, you can start from story number one and read your way through and see how it started as a very simple like, hey, you know, share your stories. Let's you know uh, all support each other into like a holy shit. This this uh, industry is really fucked up as are many industries yeah. um but but this being a, a, a boys club for sure um really really disgusting things there's been a lot of mention of certain breweries i think probably the most mentioned brewery was tired hands um i i, I really don't know what else to say other than I, I could say like hey this needs to change and of course it does but me saying that's not going to do a lot i i hope things do change and i hope at the very least, people read the stories uh, and can form some opinions and maybe stop supporting those businesses who are doing nothing about it. Right. Um, Hopefully this I, flushes absolutely. out the whole, yeah, all the, the people yeah. that are causing this. And yes. You said it best. It's it's absolutely disgusting. And I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine myself acting that way towards the opposite sex in, in any manner whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, just absolutely incredibly disgusting. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah. anybody can say anything they want uh, if they <laughs> Just, want to, and if there's nothing else to say, then that's fine too. Yeah, I, yeah, um, I don't have anything other to say. Then it's disgusting and good for people for speaking up, and hopefully they flush those bastards out. And um, yeah, everybody gets to kind of heal and move forward because that yeah needs to be said. Yeah, you know, and then like, like you said, not in just this industry, but in industries all over yeah all over anywhere every single yeah. industry anywhere it just it just has to fucking stop right plain yeah. plain and simple it's got to stop yeah. yeah absolutely i think one of the grossest uh most repeated stories other than like about a specific person but as far as like a theme goes was that uh whether they're a beer rep or a brewer or a server uh, many of these girls were warned oh if you go out to dinner make sure you cover your drink and you order your own, your own drink and you don't leave your drink at the table. Um, these, these bosses are knowingly sending off these women and sometimes girls, some of these girls were like 19 when it happened, um, off to these business dinners with people who are known to do these kind of things. And it's like, Oh, and they're still there. Yeah. And it's, and it's fucking gross and should not be accepted. Um, if you, I don't, like I said, I don't know what to say. I'm going to do my best to figure out who's brewery-wise offending and not support them anymore. Right. 
Um, there's plenty of good beer and great people out there. So there's, yeah, anyone that's in this chain of whatever's happening that's causing problems, goodbye. <laughs> You've yeah. got competition that are way more worth our time and money. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't support the fucking knobs out there, you know? Yep. Yeah. On the plus side of things, there have been some breweries and businesses that have already said, like, this person is fired or we're investigating this situation. So it, it's already brought about some change, which is Good. fantastic. And hopefully some accountability. I will lighten the mood a little bit with this article that sort of relates to this. Okay. Uh, this is from October of 2017. I read this years ago and I thought this is the best article any male could read. Uh, the title, The Rock Test, a hack for men who don't want to be accused of sexual harassment. And this is from Anne Victoria Clark. She says, are you a man confused on how to treat the women you work with? Do you feel like that if you can't say or do anything, you don't know what to say or do at all? Well, stress no, for, stress no more. This life hack will have you treating women like people in no time. From Harvey Weinstein to like all of Uber, it seems like each day a wealthy and powerful man is being brought down by accusations of sexual harassment or assault. And just today, the New York Times reported men are becoming less likely to mentor females out of fear. Like I said, this is 2017. Uh, there's a quote from the New York Times. While navigating professional relationships can often require that dreaded no thing known as any amount of work at all, there is hope. You see, by following this one simple rule, you too can interact with women as people. It's as clear cut as this. Treat all women like you would treat Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Huh. So be afraid of them? Yeah. <laughs> she goes I on. I know this sounds life. weird. Yeah. I know this sounds weird, but trust me, this is a visualization exercise, English is so hard tonight, that will work wonders in your dealings with the women in your workplace. When a woman approaches you, just replace her in your mind with the rock and then behave accordingly. And she gives examples of, you know, replacing insert female here with the rock. And it's perfect. Would you say some of this shit to the rock? Would you say like, hey, sweetie, you got a great ass to the rock? No, he'd punch you in the face. Right. But would you tell The Rock, like, hey, bro, you're looking swell today? Like, you know, something very harmless yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely do that. For the yeah. record, I would. So anyways, if you Google uh, The Rock Test, a hack for men or something like that, and Victoria Clark is the author, it is worth a read. It's it's funny, but it's also true. I, I would never say something to a, a woman that I would not also repeat to The Rock. Uh, and then I was telling my, we were talking about the whole rap magnet situation this week. I was telling my wife, I was like, and I would also not say something that I wouldn't say to my mom because my mom would be pretty pissed off that she raised an asshole. Right. Yeah. So, anywho, okay. a little bit of levity yeah. to a really shitty situation. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, before we, let me just lighten the mood here. Mm -hmm. uh, before we move on, talk some beers uh, and talk some booze news, I think we should find out maybe what Erica is drinking over there. What are you sipping on? I am sipping on fresh out the oven from it's version nine from Burning Barrel oh. Brewing Company. There it is. And um, it yeah, is. do you want me to read the untapped? It's a little wordy. As long as it's not like a stone description. It's semi-stone. <laughs> right. Okay. We need as much as you think we need to hear. So it is a sour fruited. Um, in the ninth iteration of our famous dessert-inspired Imperial Sour series, we decided to take elements from multiple pie recipes and put it together in a single beer. 
packed to the brim with blackberries, plums, almonds, brown sugar, cinnamon, Mexican, Madagascar, vanilla beans. This fresh out the oven will be the star at your family dinner table. Combination of these flavors mimics that of a freshly baked berry stuffed bear claw. The sprinkle of mm. candied almonds, cinnamon on top, served with a juicy scoop of vanilla bean ice cream. It is amazing. Ooh. I have never had a beer that so perfectly fits the description. You know, there's so many pie things. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is 100% pie. Like, you you pour it, It's it, it looks like a haze kind of burgundy color. It's moderately foamy, tiny little bubbles. Um, when you, on the nose, it is like biscuity and warm, vanilla mm. with cinnamon, and then like, um, yeah, get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you do get berry, even a little peach and rhubarb, but it finishes, wow. it finishes like a pie crust. That's it's, the best. It's, it's ridiculous. You get like, you start with this like pie crust scent, that biscuit, and then you get the fruit and then you finish with a pie crust. It's crazy. My husband drank it too. He's like, I'm giving this a 4.5. Like, this is amazing. Damn. Yeah. Give some high honors. Yeah. And so um, I was talking to the brewer at Burning Barrel. I um, picked this up today. And he's like, well, version nine, because this is what put us on the map. So um, basically, the first version uh, was our first sour. And um, they just keep perfecting it. And it's it's incredible. So and they, they have fabulous sours. Um, and then, of course, Imperial. So... It's Do they cake. go with different pie flavors each time? No, I don't think so. I think the I think this is just slightly tweaked, but the same flavor. Yeah, that's um, what I was wondering when you said that they were trying to perfect it at version nine now. So I was wondering if there are different additives. No, you know, honestly, I didn't ask him that. Um, or maybe they just maybe they just number the version because you know each time you release something, it could alter a little. I don't know. That's that. I need to ask Duncan that, but certainly the Duncan, first one. Duncan, come on, let us know. Come on, Duncan. Let's um, go, Dunk. <laughs> so uh, they have just some really legit beer out there. And this one, like 9%, I get zero alcohol taste. It is mm. so dangerous. That's the um, best kind. Yeah, I'm, it is. I'm salivating over here. Yeah, like I got to <laughs> keep this one away from the kids. It, lo- it looks like pie. <laughs> it tastes like pie. Like this is dangerous. I mean, like. She needs like a little whipped cream on top. Right. Oh, and you do get a little bit of like an ice. I don't know. Ice cream. It's all there. It's everything I need. This begs Loving the question. It. Dessert, solid or liquid? Mm, if this is around, it's going to be liquid. Otherwise, it's, it'll be solid. But this this would be like the one that I would always pick over an actual dessert. So, yeah, my beer is better than your beer. La, 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 la. <laughs> hey, Definitely better like? than Greg's. <laughs> I was going to say, what's it like having a beer that actually fits the description? Hey. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It <laughs> actually is as it should be, but, you know. <laughs> Sorry. You uh, can't have it all, Greg. Sorry. I know. Sorry, Listerman and Blackstack. <laughs> Sounds like Listerine. They got yeah, it wrong Black, right there. Blackstack's pretty amazing, too. <laughs> Blackstack. <laughs> they are Okay. I, this is this is my uh, my first run in with Black Stack. So oh, Black Stack. Sorry. Stack. What do you Stack. think I said? I don't know. I live in Sack. There's an old Sack here. <laughs> I heard, I heard. I don't know. It's Stack. Sorry. Thank you. Got it. <laughs> leave the old Sack out of it. Got it. And the new Sack. Leave leave all the Sacks. <laughs> Uh, well, very nice. That that sounds delicious. I have not had those guys yet, so hopefully uh, they make their way down this way. Yeah, right? I'm sending one to Coley, so maybe. Um, okay, we got to mention here. Coley is so excited. That someone's we, trading with her. Yes, we were hanging out this weekend, <laughs> and she's like, 
you know Erica? I was like, neck nosh Erica? She's like, yeah. I was like, she's like, she is so nice. And I was like, are you guys trading beer? She's like, yes, we are. Finally, someone will trade with me. <laughs> I was going to say, I can only imagine how excited she was that somebody reached out after the show and was like, yes, I will trade with you. <laughs> I don't know why people won't trade with her. She's very capable of sending beers. In fact, she's sent to a few people and never received back. So uh, That's what I heard. And my heart broke for her. And I'm like, I am, I'm going to be here for her and bring her some, some fabulous. I'm going to send her some Burning Barrel and some Moxa. I'm going to send her all the good stuff, Coley. Nice. You get it. And then Greg can sneak over and have some. Oh, I probably will. <laughs> um, she's, she's very excited. We were, we were discussing what beers to send to you. Oh, so. nice. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Yes. Um, all right. Any fans of Ninkasi Brewing in here? I have some in the fridge. They're okay. Yeah. Flex no is idea. like, who now? Yeah, no idea. Yeah. Sorry. It's very, it's very West Coast. Yeah. Um, weird story. So a couple years ago, Legacy Breweries introduced itself as a new business venture that was planning to use acquisitions to create craft hubs in the U.S., basically like leveraging buying power for breweries, for ingredients and that sort of thing. Um, they acquired a couple of breweries, Laurelwood Brewing of Oregon, Aspen Brewing of Colorado. And then not long after, they entered into an agreement with Ninkasi Brewing. And according to a recent announcement, the relationship between Legacy and Ninkasi has been severed. They say after working together for about a year, Ninkasi Brewing and Legacy Breweries signed a separation agreement so they can focus on each other's company's strategic imperatives. The separation was effective in 2020 and will allow companies to build on their core competencies. Uh, last Friday, the announcement continues with, over the time they were working together with Nkasi and Legacy, we were able to create considerable synergies against brand innovation, raw materials, supply chain improvements, as well as development of a premier trade development team and secure long-term major production contract to fill capacity. Uh, short story long, Ninkasi founders Jamie Floyd and Nikos Ridge will uh, re- will be taking back control of the brewery as well as CEO Nigel Francisco. So it's just weird. They, they kind of formed this conglomerate and then they were like, mm, we don't want to do it anymore. Also, this separation is effective like five months ago. Wow. It sounds like they, they're breaking up and blaming the kids too. Like, <laughs> oh, it feels very like divorcey. Yeah. Like bad breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have to work on, you know, this and that. It's like, ouch. Okay. Or it's almost yeah. like they didn't want anyone to notice. It's kind of also true. It's like, eh, we don't want to tell anybody, but like, okay, I guess it's been five months. We should tell. I don't. I don't know. The kids are asking why daddy hasn't been right. Home in right. A few months. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly like- what it's like. <laughs> you get to family Christmas and someone's not around, and it's kind of like, hey, <laughs> daddy's work trip is really why didn't long. Why did show up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's Laurelwood doing over here? Yeah. yeah. It's just very, the whole thing was very strange. I figured I'd bring it up. Uh, okay. And then one last story before we get to what Flex is drinking. Storm Along Cider introduces a nitro hard tea. Is anybody in yet? I mean, i curious. I would try anything. Sure. Once, maybe twice. Twice. Yeah, I, I would definitely say okay. once, m- minimally. Yeah. Um. All right. Mean, who, so- do- who doesn't like tea? I mean, like. I- iced tea, some some lemon tea. Well, let me give you some deets. Let me get okay. some of these deets. <laughs> Storm Along Cider, Massachusetts-based cidery, has launched a first-to-market brand of nitro hard teas made with quality loose leaf tea and real fruit, and they're calling it Vital Sign. 
Instead of using cane sugar as an alcohol base, Vital Sign uses apples and grapes that are fermented and distilled to yield a clean taste. And instead of using tea powders, extracts, and chemically concocted new, excuse me, natural flavors, Vital Sign combines real teas with real fruit and juices. The teas are also nitrogenated, a first in the hard tea space, to give them a nice creamy mouthfeel without excessive carbonation. Does anybody watch Shit's Creek? Uh, like every episode five times. Does this not make you think of the uh, episode where she was doing the commercial for the fruit? Winery? Oh my goodness, <laughs> over and over and over. Yes. As I read the story. <laughs> Har Harglinger. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, the whole it thing. Tastes, yeah, awful. Yeah, the whole thing made me think of uh, Herb Inglinger or whatever his name <laughs> right. is. And, and her trying to drink his awful <laughs> fruited wines. And Yep, I, I, could, I could maybe see that. I, I'm curious just because it, it sounds different, so it's worth trying. Um, sure. I really, I, I just really don't know what that would taste like. So, but I imagine I one time, two times. <laughs> Would I try it? Sure. Would I buy it? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't buy it. I would definitely try it. If someone was like, hey, I got this hard tea. I'd be like, yo, I'll try it. <laughs> hey, fool, I got this tea I want you to try. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, hey, I got this tea. You want to buy it? Mm, I'm a pass. Yeah. yeah. Hard no, pass. Well, speaking of things that Flex is willing to drink, let's make a call to the pen and see what he's sipping on over there. All right, so tonight I am drinking um, my latest and greatest brewery crush. Uh, They may (laughs) be my current favorite brewery, Mm. Uh, maybe my favorite brewery of all time. We'll we'll see. Those are big Uh, words. Yeah. These guys are phenomenal. This is a brew from Phase 3 Brewing Company. They're out of Lake Zurich, Illinois, so it's not too far from me, about an hour and 15 minutes, so I plan to visit them uh, sometime this summer. But this is Locked Layers. It is an Imperial Double New England. Uh, it weighs in at a 7.7% ABV. And a real short and sweet on the untapped. It is a double IPA with Simcoe, Citra, and Idaho 7. Big description. Yeah, look out. <laughs> you and Erica both tonight have those long ones. Right. Yeah. They're it's not the best, fair. Man. I got the bigger assignment. <laughs> <laughs> you got to research that. Science. It's all science. I mean, th- this beer, these guys do amazing work. I've had their IPAs. I've had their lagers. Um, these double IPAs are just so light and pillowy. Uh, this brew especially, I mean, it's very apricot forward. It's got mm-hmm. hints of the tropical. Um, it- it's just a flavored juice bomb and a half. And you would never guess. I mean, some of these things ring in at 85 to 9%. Um and they're just amazing beers. You know, you never find any alcohol in there whatsoever. Wow. The the, fla- nice. the, fla- the flavors are really they're just out of the world, out of this world. Nice. I, I can't I can't say enough good things about this brewery. Well, in any brewery that is making good lagers, you got my vote. I mean, it's the hardest one to make good. You can't cover it up with a bunch of hops or anything Mm-mm. like that. Or well, absolutely. And they don't just you know they don't just hit you with like the the New England IPAs that come out with the you know, straight up West Coast styles that come out with the American IPAs. Um, and the, the best thing about them is they, in southeastern Wisconsin here, they self-distribute. Mm. And their prices are unreal. I just picked up an American IPA, 
eight ninety nine a four pack. They're loggers, they're pilsners, eight ninety nine a four pack, Jeez. and it is the most bang for my buck I've ever gotten. That's right. You and can't you even get first light for that here. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> and I was waiting for that. I was waiting oh, for that. You can't. Here. Oh, I was waiting for more math actually. After that last time, you're like calculating, you know, based on the can art and oh, I don't know whatever else. Say, <laughs> I I love his algorithm of like yes, can art the, to alcohol ratio and. It is the price to can art to ABV ratio. Okay. $8.99. It, it, it doesn't rad. lie. So this one, I mean, this is a $14.99 double. This label, you guys can see it. Everybody else yes, can. Yes, we can. Yeah. We'll post it's wild. On the gram. It's wild. The 7.7%. Who doesn't love a little big ABV bomb? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, it just works. Very yeah. nice. And- it lives up to its name of being a hazy and is actually hazy. Yeah. It does. What do you know? <laughs> Two Very for three. Brand. <laughs> yeah. the Meatloaf said that's not bad. <laughs> he did? Yeah. Meatloaf said two out of three ain't bad. What? What? Like <laughs> is that the a song? song? Is that a Meatloaf song? That is a Meatloaf song. Do I need to pull this up? <laughs> no, because it's true. <laughs> I would do anything. Yeah, I know that <laughs> Two one. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> nope, don't. You guys are killing me right now. Oh, that's the name of the song. Two it is the name of the song. Two out of three ain't bad. Oh. Oh, my God. Well, they don't say it in the song. And for the record, I'm the youngest one on. And you guys didn't know that. I, I know. We. I guess we should have. Yeah, I had no idea. I just... Wow, and he repeats it over. I'm looking at the lyrics. Repeats it over and over again in the chorus. Oh, no. It's the name of the song. I guess I'm not up on my meatloaf trivia. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, they don't have meatloaf at Aftershock, so... Um, Get yeah. on it. <laughs> I just have... Yeah, sorry. Oh, that's okay. Dear. No, that's cool. Good for you. Go meatloaf. Yes. Go meatloaf. He'll do anything for love. <laughs> but not that. Yeah. But he won't do that. No, not that. Uh, good news for Erica and I. Cocktails to go may become permanent in California. Oh, way to go, Callie. Yeah. Something nice to come out of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, as most of California's counties reopen, and they reopen dining service at bars and restaurants in some form, one of the pandemic's biggest takeout pivots might become permanent. This week, the state Senate unanimously passed a bill that would permanently authorize the sale of to-go cocktails for pickup and delivery. The bill passed the Senate on Monday and now awaits a vote in the assembly. If it passes, it can then proceed to Governor Gavin Newsom's desk for signature. Okay. I never knew there had to be a bill for that. Oh, California is quite stingy about their alcohol. You could smoke weed wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you want to crack a beer, you better look around your shoulder and. I don't know because I came from Oregon and like you can't buy hard alcohol in a grocery store, but like I have Instacart and Bevmo will show up. They'll drop some absolute on my front doorstep, mm. no problem. You so, can't buy hard alcohol in a, a grocery store. No, mm-mm. you have you to go to a in liquor California. Sh- yeah, but at a at a liquor store in Oregon, you can't. So I always thought California was like woohoo. Wow. Yeah, I remember the first time I went to Utah to visit a buddy who was oh. living there, and not only could you not buy liquor, you also can't buy beer in a grocery store. At least at this time, you could. Oh. And you couldn't go to liquor stores on Sundays. They were all closed. Oh. Well, that's so I've heard of that in Indiana. You cannot buy beer or any alcohol on Sundays. Yeah. And to me, that, that broke my heart. <laughs> but to hear that there's some places that you can't even buy it at a grocery store seven days a yeah. week, that kills me. 
yeah or in like colorado you can buy beer under a certain percent in grocery store um basically you can buy the the macro beer right and it was a law that was pushed by the big breweries so that craft beer could only be sold at liquor store so you couldn't conveniently buy good beer you had to go to a liquor store for good painful that's dirty but i'm gonna go to the liquor store i'm just saying yeah oh yeah i wouldn't buy that shit no that's just funny this whole bill thing because during the pandemic here in wisconsin at least Mexican restaurants around here just started doing margaritas to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and I don't know if they had approval or what, but they were just doing it. And now they still do it, <laughs> even though you can dine in or, you know, do whatever. And, and I don't know if anybody's really, really cares here. Well, they set like, up like margarita you know, stands, just, like lemonade stands over there, it. don't they? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, no rules. <laughs> There's a, li- yeah. There's a little bit of rules, All right. but uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta get out we, there. <laughs> we ain't lawless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that. I mean, at least out here in California, pre-pandemic, I mean, God, you could not even buy a completely sealed, never opened beer to go. Like if you went to pick up some tacos, there's there's no buying a beer to go. And then the pandemic hit, you're doing beer delivery and cocktail delivery and to go and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, if if one good thing comes out of this fucking pandemic, right? It is the to go sales of alcohol. And I mean, look, there's no reason not to keep it around. No, absolutely, because it's it's good for. I mean, not only you, the consumer, but more importantly, the breweries that you're you're giving the money to and you're supporting. Yeah, you know. So why why shut off that support? A lot of local breweries now know my address. <laughs> yeah, FedEx doesn't, obviously, but the breweries do. <laughs> oh, God. Don't give me fucking turn. <laughs> I know. Now I'm going to make them turn red and start ranting. Whoops. That, that okay, FedEx package, by the way, still hasn't been delivered to anybody. <laughs> oh, no. Meanwhile, there's a FedEx driver that's been missing out, out drinking <laughs> yeah. in the woods somewhere. He's hammered. Haven't seen him in a week. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least, somebody enjoyed the package. Yeah. Uh, um, no, after, here's a follow-up, after the brewer called to fix things and say, you're an idiot, send it to this address, uh, they, that morning they went, oh, we just decided to return it to you. He's like, what the fuck? So it's been over a week. It's been a week and a half since they said they'd return it to him. It's still not in his possession. Uh, oh my God. I checked tracking today. Now I'm just following it to see. It's not Somebody even in the state yet. call Good Morning America because <laughs> this is... Is a fucking issue. It is. And it needs to get solved. Yeah. FedEx needs to be burnt to the ground. <laughs> I am saying. So I worked there, I agree. <laughs> That's right. You were one of the assholes throwing my boxes on the ground. I was an asshole. Four box? Hersh. Yeah, they throw my pretzels. They they deliver them to me a lot of the time and then I ship through them. And I literally saw a guy throw them off the truck one time. And I just came out there just barking at him. I was Did so you? pissed off. Yeah, he just, it was a giant box and he just goosh and I could hear it. And there was three of them. So I went out and he was still throwing them. Like, do you see that word fragile on the side? <laughs> like, dumbass. Yeah. I was oh, so mad. Yeah, be pissed. It's your livelihood. Yeah. It's like, and then you got to go through the chain. Okay, call FedEx, call the pretzel company, blah, blah, blah. Darn FedEx. And we all know how that works. Yeah. Yep. The chain of I don't give a shit. Yep. We had uh not to get into the whole shipping thing. We had an Amazon person. They came up, they rang our doorbell. So you know our our ring doorbell is now recording. No one came to the door. So we just he literally like tossed it up in the air and let it fall. 
It's like, hey, dummy, you hit the ring doorbell. You're on video now. You're on camera. So we we sent that into Amazon. <laughs> uh, back to alcohol-related things. A driver was annoyed at a parked car. Drunk driver. A Montana woman was so intoxicated behind the wheel of a car, she honked at a parked car in front of her because she apparently thought she was stuck in traffic. <laughs> oh, I get it. Maybe she was stuck in mud. That's happened to me before. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. Is she just uh, laying on the horn like yes. 10 seconds a crack? <laughs> Minutes. The observer who reported her to the police department's Montana <laughs> said she, quote, couldn't even get the vehicle in park, end quote, and then crashed into the cart return facility in front of the grocery store. Maybe she didn't see the T and she Solid. thought it was a car return. <laughs> oh, nice one. Flex. Maybe so. Perfect. A little narrow. A little narrow. But yeah. you know, you know, maybe she so thought are those she was car driving. Returns. Yeah. yeah, maybe she thought she was driving a compact car. Right? You know, she's old. She's drunk. Yeah, she's getting pissed at parked cars. Return your fucking car. Yeah. Well, we should know. we should applaud her for her willingness to clean up the parking lot. She was trying to think smart. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, has anybody ever had the the misfortune of being the designated driver? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We have a big van, so like big it'll name. be like like a sprinter van. It's like put ten people in some you know beer bus. Someone's got to drive. That's why my car is a two door. Nobody wants me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Flex, you've never been a double D before. If I if I was, I didn't follow the rules. That's fair. Oh. I was like, oh yeah, I'll I'll do it. And then you're just kind of at the bar, and you're like, yeah, give me some. <laughs> well, well, one doesn't you might count. get along with this person. <laughs> True, one one does not count. Uh, but let's take a trip back down to Florida, shall we? Always. A Florida woman was arrested after hitting three parked cars before the hood of her automobile burst into flames. The alleged drunk driver was supposed to have been acting responsibly that night, according to her statement to cops. The driver of the vehicle had a blood alcohol level that registered twice the legal limit. The driver stated she was supposed to be the designated driver. They also showed her... Uh, what do we call that photo? Mugshot. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Showed her mugshot. She had a cut above her eye, had been bleeding down her face. Designated driver wasn't happening. Aww. And they didn't even clean it up for the mugshot. Mm-mm. Savage. Yeah, so I hate being the DD. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to wrap <laughs> that up. Being the designated driver sucks. Uh, don't be that fool. Be like Flex, who gets out of it every time, apparently. Uh, you don't get out of it. You just, you know, you trust yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and don't buy a sprinter van is what I'm hearing. Right. Always have the two door. When you're in Wisconsin, being the DD is like you can still have like five or six beers. Just keep it under like a point ten. Five yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, that's it's kind of what we do here. It's basically what the state is known for. I mean, what it's else cool. are you gonna do in a winter wonderland like Wisconsin? Yeah, exactly. Basically it's all like, back roads. Yeah, no. It's like talk real to people traffic. Like, oh, you know the brewers are like Oh, I don't know. Oh, you know the Packers? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, we drink in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, you're from Wisconsin. <laughs> you know, like. It's all making sense. Uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it's like here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Highest, uh, what is it? Highest bars per capita in the nation, I believe. Yeah, it's like most bars per square mile or something mm-hmm. like that. Wait a minute now. So my hometown has the most bars per capita, supposedly. Is this like some myth that's just floating around where? Whoa, like, whoa, pers- whoa. 
Greg oh. brought it up. Greg brought it up. First of what all, what is this? We're gonna need to do some research here. Yes. My uncle for uh, quite a while lived in Fond du Lac, Fond du Lac, Fond du Lac Wisconsin, <laughs> and he always said that they were known for having the most bars per capita in the in the nation. I think that's because they had like seven residents and five bars. This is this is this is breaking my heart. I was so proud of my hometown legend. Now well, look, maybe maybe your hometown, but as a state, like a, yeah, yeah, that that's probably so. It. We'll still give you some credit. Also, my okay. uncle, not a huge drinker, could have been completely incorrect. Yeah. So I think we're gonna have to do some research. Okay. Well, with that, I think we'll wrap things up because why not? It's been one of those kind of <laughs> a nights. wonky night. It's, it's been, been a long very night. Wonky <laughs> night of technical issues and then serious things to talk about. Uh, before I forget, hi Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Can't forget that. Hey. I'll hit some music. We'll start heading out of here. Erica, thank you so much for hanging out with us again tonight. Thank you. It was really an honor. Had a good time. Well, you were silly enough to do it twice. We'll see if you do it three times. (laughs) 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 Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you. Okay. Not to sleep Uh, on that one. Yeah. You let us know. (laughs) No. We threw you into the fire like, hey, come on. And we're going to have a super serious episode. Um Two out of three ain't bad. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the theme of the night. Go ahead. Thanks, Meatloaf. Follow her on the gram. Meatloaf necklaces. (laughs) Oh, nasty. Gross, but be good at a beer festival. You'd like it. I would eat it. Uh, Follow her on the gram. At Necknosh. All one word. Necknosh. And uh, go buy some of her delicious pretzels. Now that things are opening up and we can go drink outdoors, go buy some, some pretzels for your neck. You'll be glad you did. (laughs) <laughs> uh, find us, The Unfiltered Gentleman, and The Unfiltered Gentleman at gmail.com, 805-53. Beer is the number. Flex is on the gram, as per usual. Flex me a beer, underscores in between and underneath all those words there. That's how you find them. We should get you a shirt that just has like your Instagram across your chest. Yeah, I got to get one of those. I think we should. Um, I think that's everything. I hope everyone out there is well and staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Mm